The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome. If it looks all crooked, that's because it is. I think the old school Batman TV show used to be crooked like this. You're like, what? What happened? What did you do? Did you bump the camera? What kind of? So now I don't feel, I can't, okay, the OCD is messing with me, and I, I don't know if I can survive. If it, Oh, now it's like even worse. Holy shit. I feel like it's, like it's, it's not, it's, it's tilted to one side. Maybe it's just me. Everybody's like, shut up. Uh, welcome. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope everybody is uh, is intact. <laughs> intact. Why would you? A totally amateur move on my part yesterday. Let me get into this as we uh, discuss things bright and early Monday morning from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Okay. First of all, my week is off to a rough start, and here's why. Typically, you're supposed to get the long run. That this is the end of week seven. This weekend is the end of week seven of the 16-week training plan in an effort to try to beat Mike Ball. Everything's gone as planned. However, the long run is supposed to happen on Saturday. That allows you Sunday to recover. And then Monday, you get back at it with a pretty hard workout. Mile repeats. I've talked about this uh, exact thing with you before. Monday is mile repeats. Tuesday is uh, slow distance. Wednesday, half mile repeats. Thursday, slow distance. Friday, hills. Saturday, long run. Sunday, rest. Did I run Saturday? No. Uh, It rained the whole day, and I was not going to run in the rain. I mean, it was monsoon here. All damn day. It was ridiculous. What else did I do Saturday? Start of the day, I was doing a... um, Oh my God, this is ridiculous too. Uh, Start of the day Saturday, I had to go to the local zoo. It's called the John Ball Zoo. Great zoo. They build it on the side of like a small mountain. And it just goes up. It's awesome. I was... uh, I volunteered with my friends at Gift of Life Michigan 
to host Donate Life Day at the zoo. So I am the media ambassador for Gift of Life. We've talked about that before. So I'm kind of like, okay, thank you so much. That was a a great speech. Uh, Let's introduce Patrick so-and-so from Gift of Life, Michigan. He wants to say a few words about the volunteers here today. Okay, great job, Patrick. Now let's hear from so-and-so. It was was incredible. Actually, a really good time. But it was pouring rain. So I get home. I'm like, well, I got to get this running. It's a 10-miler. I got a 10-miler. I'm on the hook for a 10-miler. And uh, all right, I'm prepared for that. But, you know, it takes a certain amount of time. And then at about uh, 7 p.m., as Amanda asks, why am I not seeing this? Yeah, I I don't know. Why don't you restart the app or something? Everybody else seems to be doing just fine. If no one else is complaining, why would you? You see, that's, that's the way people are these days. I am just going. She says, I'm not seeing the crookedness. I guess it's just me. All right, I'm glad you're seeing me, though. Serves me right for reading the comments. Um, All right, so then I get home, and I'm like, all right, I got to do this. I got to do this. No, doesn't happen. There's no way I'm right. It was cold, too. It was cold, and it was rainy. It was shit. So it happens Sunday. This messes everything up for the week. I'm not going to have any recovery time to get after today's workout. And I know it's going to suck because my legs, my knees hurt like hell. Popping fricking, uh, Tylenol like candy. And, uh, I think I've got some arthritis in my right knee. I really do. It's starting to become, um, I'm not even kidding. Uh, what do you call it? It, it, it looks different. It's becoming, I think there's some type of arthritis in there and it's distorting the joint, making it look like it's not supposed to, you know, old man knees where they like protrude out. Uh, Aram with smart ass comment of the day. I didn't know jogging is that high impact. Why don't you just be quiet? Why don't you just shut up? It wasn't jogging. It was a 10-mile run. So, okay, but this is where the amateur move gets involved because as I'm running, <clears throat> I did it in a, I did an out and back, mile and a half out, mile and a half back to the house. It's three in. Then I did two miles out, two miles back. It's at about this time that I start feeling like a, um, like, some burning on the inside of my legs. And I'm like, uh Oh, and then it dawned on me. I've got the wrong pair of shorts on. You can't, these particular shorts don't have like, uh, a a certain type of liner that protects your legs from like rubbing together too much. And if they rub together too much, they, they get like uh, a chafed and irritated. So right away, I am feeling like a Deniac woman 
every day of the week with, you know, thighs rubbing together. And I'm like, oh, no, this is bad because I know it's only going to get worse. So I'm seven miles in. I've got to go another three. I get home from the second out and back. Third out and back is another out, uh, mile and a half out, mile and a half back. And by the time I get home, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a real problem. And I knew it was really bad because then I stood up from the toilet and the toilet seat was bloody. Uh, is there anything worse picturing than a bloody toilet seat? From, from my legs, the inside of my thighs, uh, uh, bleeding on the toilet seat. What the fuck? You've got, and I'm like, this is going to be bad because then once you get in the shower, it burns like you wouldn't believe. So then I'm actually, before I get in the shower, I'm, I'm looking underneath at my undercarriage and the inside of my uh, thighs. And uh, it's, it's. Oh my God. It looks like uh, my legs went through a meat grinder. Amanda says, I have a lotion for that. It's called Chafe Escape. Do you sell that with pure romance? Did you know that you sell pure, pure romance? Is that a pure romance thing? Because, you know, pure romance is what, you know, everybody uses and buys. So if you want to buy some pure romance from Amanda, you can. Did you guys know that? Yeah, I, I I get it. I, I don't need your solutions, okay? And I know you sell it, all right? Um, Aram with smart-ass comment number two says, Mike Ball must not share these stories when he does these things. I don't think Mike Ball has a podcast. Shut the fuck up. Getting in the shower is an absolute nightmare. The pain, oh, God, if you've ever had this happen, and then you get in the shower, it's like, ah, ah, ha, ha. That's just the beginning, though, because then I've got to go to paintball. Oh. Going to paintball, knowing that that's, that's with this type of discomfort, knees hurting after the 10 miles. I think this is worthy of some serious complaining. The only thing that kept me from complaining anymore was the fact that we had a great group out there and, uh, it was freaking sweet. I appreciate everybody coming out and, uh, Rick for hosting. It was awesome. Um, I didn't, at one point I was hiding behind one of those bunkers and uh, I'm getting shot at, and Rick goes, you've got it wide open. He's, like, standing off to the side. He goes, move up, move up. And I go, and I didn't. And then he says it again, and he goes, move up, move up the field. And I said, yes, but that means I have to move. I just want to stand back here and just shoot. My God. I only got shot a few times. It wasn't bad. I had a pretty good team. All right, BC Pizza had the pizza for us. Thank you to that, to, to them. Not thank you to that, thank you to them. 
Uh, hope you had a good weekend. Getting back to the Saturday, the nonstop rain was just ridiculous. I mean, it rained quite literally from uh, early in the morning. And then it was just, at, at times, it was just torrential downpour. And, uh, and I was very, very concerned because I got, I think I have a leak in my roof. And that sounds absurd. Uh, yeah, that's all I need. But I noticed that the gutters are full. And all the water that's in them is just cascading like Niagara Falls out of the gutter system. So they're not working correctly. I take a look out my bedroom window and uh, I can actually access these gutters from the roof out of the bedroom window. So it's pouring down rain and I go, this is such a redneck thing to do, but I think I need to do it. I uh, take the screen out of the bedroom window and step out onto the roof. It's raining like hell. And then I uh, walk along the length of the gutter to the spot where the downspout is. And it's full of uh, uh, roof gunk and slime, and it's completely blocked. And so I reach in there and yank out what looks to be like the head of a voodoo doll out of the opening of the downspout. And it's just, as soon as I do it, it goes. And I pull this chunk out and throw it down onto the, uh, into the backyard. I'm like, what the fuck dogs are looking up at me like you asshole. And then immediately, uh, it, it, it remedies the problem. So then as I'm walking back, there's another downspout that is packed full of debris and it has split. It's actually uh, destroyed the gutter. There's so much pressure. I'm like, Jesus, there's so much wrong with this house. There's, and it's all because I, I never like, if I see an issue, I don't repair it. And so I'm like, Oh, great. This is right up my alley. Uh, cutting out a piece of the gutter and replacing it. Which actually, I think I've done this before. I think you actually have to uh, uh, drill a little hole and then put like a a rivet in there. And and I think I can actually manage this one. Amanda suggests I make a house maintenance calendar. Do they sell those with pure romance? I'm kidding. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. But honestly, I actually had a pretty good weekend. So I, when you clear out the gutter in a rainstorm, to me, that's a win. That's like, I'm satisfied with my performance. I, I don't have to do anything else for the rest of the day, but it wasn't even close to being done because I was productive and I'll explain that in a second. Thank you to everybody who's watching the show on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I am going to kick you out, though. I'd like to give you the first few minutes of this. The full show uninterrupted uninterrupted is on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Go there. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Sign up. Doesn't cost you anything. Just make your little username or whatever it is. And then uh, when you're at that spot online, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, hit the follow button 
and then we're friends for life. It's that simple. Thank you. If you've already done this and are watching the show on Twitch, it's just a superior platform and uh, easier to uh, maneuver. And I want you to check it out. So uh, there you go. And if you are watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, not only that, but you can download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Just search my name on your favorite audio platform. Could be Apple Podcasts or, uh, you know, uh, Spotify or CastBox. Doesn't matter to me. I, I don't care. Twitch.tv slash Live, and then download the audio on whatever audio platform you prefer. There you go. I say goodbye to you. And away they go. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Great group over there. I just saw a story uh, that Blue State Rob sent to me. And um, he said in, in this article, it's talking about how that it wasn't there some new bill that was just passed that uh, the U.S. is now investing all sorts of money into, into green shit that's going to make it like so it's nearly impossible to buy anything but a electric vehicle, which I'm telling you is an absolute no, you got to go with the hybrid. Anyway, there you go. He just sent that along. And, um, and there's, and there, this is all tied together on the show today because I've got a story as to why they're doing this. They want us not using any fossil fuels. And I think, I think that's a good thing. I just worry about, uh, EVs, how great those are really for the environment. Anyway, Facebook and uh, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's. Blue Frost IT sponsors me on Twitter. Thank you so much for that. And then, of course, YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Um, So how often have we been talking on this show about when the queen of the forest wants something done? I am the ultimate foot dragger. I am constantly dragging feet so much so that, uh, the basement did not get painted. I, I had to have somebody do that. And by the way, uh, I am not, I am not a satisfied customer when it comes to the work done on the basement. I love Kyle very much. A guy who did it, but I think if I would have done it, it would actually look better. No offense, but it, there's some serious issues. So much so that I already said to Diane, I go, I think we wasted our money. I think I'm going to have to go back and do this again. Um, because it, I just, I mean, I appreciate it, but I just, I get the impression there was a rush. It's like, come on, man. Um, but whatever. What can you do? She says to me uh, last week, she goes, I need that spare bedroom. I need that flooring installed in the spare bedroom. This is upstairs, Jackie's old room. And there's no carpeting in it. And uh, we had already purchased the flooring from can't drop the E out of you. And uh, Bennett never did put the flooring down because the room's not painted. 
I need that flooring down uh done by August. I need the room done by August 27. This is midweek last week. So that means you got to get painting. And she's right away like, oh, this is never going to get done. This is never going to get done. I don't know what came over me. But that day, I immediately went to work. So the process of getting shit out of the room that doesn't need to be in the room. Um, a lot of holes and walls that had to be repaired. Small ones. Spackle, spackle. Sand, sand. A little more spackle. A little more sand. A little more spackle. Nice and smooth. Smoothie, smoothie. Tapey, tapey. And uh, that, boy, I tell you what, the amount of time that goes into that is, is that's the big thing. If anybody does painting for a living or do, has done this recently, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. Such a pain in the ass. Uh, because I didn't bother taking off all the uh, floor molding and the door casings or anything like that. I said, fuck that. I'm just going to tape it up. Tape that thing. And then prime. Got to prime the walls. And you're, you're cutting in, which is, again, everything is so such a pain in the ass. And then once you get to actually rolling on the primer, and it's done. In fact, I worked on it before paintball yesterday. I painted Saturday, and then I painted Sunday before paintball. And I painted uh, Sunday after paintball. And she was laying in bed as I was finishing up the prime. It is done. And man, she goes, so that means all we need to do is just paint it? And I go, well, because Jacob Bennett is going to be at my house on Saturday. So in a week, well, less than a week. Um, this coming Saturday, the 20th. And she goes, so, so now all I got to do is, is uh, there's like an accent wall. One wall is colored and the other wall is, uh, is a, like a light color. And uh, that's it. I'm, I'm done. And, um, I'm not, I'm one of these people though, that I, I'm not comfortable. I'm not skilled enough to, with a steady hand cut in on that accent wall and not get paint all over the other wall. So some people have that ability, but I'm like, I don't have that steady of a hand. It's like, Oh God, forget it look like shit because it's you know you fuck it up and you got to wipe it off and just it's just it's a pain in the ass so i actually tape it off but i feel good about that and uh yeah excellent happening um so that uh that is that is definitely something that is uh that is going on right now that i'm happy with People can't afford to pay their electric bills. Getting back to the uh, EV thing. I'll never understand how they ever thought EVs would actually work out for anyone. Come on, man. You got to understand. I don't know if you understand how this works here. If you have a $100 electric bill. And a one hundred dollar gasoline bill. 
That's $200. If you use the EV, your electric bill would go to, let's just say, for the sake of the math, 150 And your gas bill is going to go down to zero. That's a savings of $50. How could you possibly not figure that out? Right, Megan? Oh, (laughs) yeah, I get it now. All right. Amanda says, don't forget how the car payment is going to make up the difference there. Well, this isn't for you poor people. So it's not our fault you're poor. Jesus, this isn't for people who are impoverished. Oh, great. Jimingo. Humans humans affecting climate. Hey, yo. Humans affecting climate change is a bigger hoax than the COVID vaccines. I just don't have the tolerance for you today. Eat 600. You deserve it. Go back to your fucking slime right wing bunker fucking dirt ball get to writing some jokes and quit contributing in a stupid way you dumbass all right Thanks so much for being here. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane is where you can get more show each and every day. No commercials. Just me and you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five bucks a month for all the audio. Ten bucks a month for the audio, video, and live streams on Patreon. Try it out for one month. If you like it, then let it ride or uh, convert it to a yearly. And I will knock 10% off the cost. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. Now, whether it's immunizations, whether it's the WIC program, whether it's any personal health services, like you need an HIV test or something like that, or if you want information about the importance of breastfeeding, reach out to the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health. They are awesome. Thank you so much. TC Paintball. Rick from TC Paintball put on a great party. Thank you again, buddy. TC Paintball in Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you want to drop in during the week, that's cool. They got Literally going on, and they got Ladies Day going on on Wednesday. By the way, the entire Emma Lander family was there. Well, nearly all of them. Uh, Terry and Beth are the patriarch and matriarch. I think they're quietly becoming America's fittest family because every time I see them, the transformation continues. You should see these two. They're completely ripped. Terry's so ripped. He's, uh, he's stopped 
he had a yeah, has a bad back, but it's healing on him. And he said he doesn't even need cortisone shots anymore. Sorry if you're about your uh, uh, HIPAA laws. Um, anyway, he actually went out on the paintball field, which is something he never does. He usually just accompanies his family because his back is so jacked. But he's so in in such great shape now that he's like, I don't even have any more pain. So he, it's coming back. That was so cool to see. And their uh, and their little one just graduated because he turned ten to the uh, higher velocity paintballs. You can't be over uh, fifty. I forget what the measurement is, fifty psi or something like that, or inches per second. I I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, if you're under ten, so happy birthday to him. TCPaintballGR.com. Book a party. Uh, if you're going to go on Saturday, you got to, you know, let them know and, and book that time. But, uh, there you go. TC paintball in Grand Rapids, Michigan, a fantastic destination and, uh, a great, great event to be sure to book a uh, bachelor party, bachelorette party, workplace engagement, whatever it may be. And I think the word on the street is they're going to be bringing in ax throwing. So paintball and then throw some axes. I'm probably putting the cart before the horse there on that. Thank you, Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for this show. They also sponsor me on Twitter. If your company uh, has tech that's old and feeble and pretty much worthless, you might want to consider upgrading that. Okay, time is money. And your employees want the best tech. So if you are in that spot, all right, we got we to gotta do this. Don't just go to the store and start buying things off the shelves. Reach out to Blue Frost IT. They'll help you, excuse me, with everything you need to make sure that you have uh, are making the right purchases. BlueFrostIT.com, 616 So if you're uh, ever convicted of sexually assaulting a child, you're like, wait a minute, what? Yep. This guy has the right idea. This Texas man went all Texas when it came to his conviction of sexually assaulting a child. A man in Texas had that happen to him. He's in the courtroom, and the jury reads the verdict. And they said, all right, we find you guilty, Edward LeClaire, of sexually assaulting this child. Now, I don't know the specifics of it, but he did something terrible, and uh, he's going to spend significant time in prison. Or so everybody thought. But LeClaire is just living the dream here. Um, I, I think Edward LeClaire in Denton County, Texas, should be given some type of award. Yes, I know. I know. He sexually assaulted a child. 
But the gift that Edward LeClaire has given everyone is, well, it needs to be acknowledged. They should probably name some type of wing in the prison after him or maybe the courthouse or a chair in memory of Edward LeClaire found guilty of sexual assault. Something has to be done. I don't know. LeClaire was sitting there and they actually read the verdict. And then his attorney is turns and looks at him and LeClaire is, is, uh, well, he's thirsty and he's chugging, uh, a, well, something it's described as, it was described as a cloudy liquid. Well, that was poison and I don't, no one knows how the fuck he got his hands on the poison. And I, I sure hope that they don't do an investigation. I hope it, he's dead. Um, he chugged it. Like they said, it wasn't like he was taking a sip. He was like, uh, uh, Kyler Wells drinking a beer on a Friday night. Glug, glug, glug. And he slammed every ounce of whatever was in that bottle. And then he slammed it down. And then he was led out of the courtroom. At this point, this poison is, is coursing through his body. And, uh, yeah, as the verdicts were being read, he chugged a bottle of water he had at council table. Denton County District District Attorney Jamie Beck said in an interview with CNN, LeClaire's lawyer, Mike Howard, told CNN he saw his client drink from the bottle but did not know what it contained. What it contained after being found guilty, Judge Lee Gabriel ordered LeClaire to be taken into custody. The release stated that LeClaire was taken to a holding cell where he collapsed. The fire department and paramedics responded to the incident, rendering medical aid until LeClaire was taken to the hospital. I saw him taken out on the gurney. Howard told the Denton Record Chronicle, his color and pallor didn't look good. Gray. And he was taken to the hospital. LeClaire was pronounced dead there. The case is now being investigated by the Texas Rangers, the release stated. So if you're the Texas Rangers, you're like, ah, yeah, yes, we're investigating, but eh, this kid, or this guy sexually assaulted a, uh, a child and he was guilty of that. So, all right. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe this is one of those cases where he didn't do it. Edward LeClaire. Uh, it says Edward LeClaire video. Is there video of this? There can't be video, right? Hmm. Let's see here. I don't think this looks like just uh, some type of stupid video. Not the, this is what the guy looks like. That's the guy. There's very little on this story. Edward LeClaire update. Cause I want to, cause I'm sure the questions are, um, how did this all unfold? New details emerge on man who died after hearing guilty verdict. Who gave him the poison? 
Uh, let's see. Anything at all. Cause of death is pending. Jerry's had been dismissed from the courtroom before the bailiff found LeClaire. They returned Friday morning to determine the next move since LeClaire, who had been found guilty, had died before he could be sentenced for his crimes. Uh, unusual situation. Sorry, I'm, I'm reading and figuring this out as we go. So the question is, if LeClaire uh, killed himself, does this action qualify as a volunteering absence since, in a sense, he escaped justice? Mm, no, it's not really... It's not really going into detail how he could have gotten the poison, but, I mean... I guess it depends. To some people, he took the easy way out. I mean, it sounds ridiculous to me, but uh, I think he did a service. He's dead. We don't have to worry about him anymore. We don't have to pay for him. They should do this for all of them. This is your, uh, if you feel like you want to end it after the guilty version is read, you can do that. Kyle says, you heard it here, Zane supports chomos. Joe says he avoided being asshole of the day. I don't know. Uh, Kenny says he couldn't wait to get to hell. You guys are being very judgmental. How do you know that he wasn't wrongfully convicted? Uh Rick's uh, Rick from TC Paintball. Hey, message me what you liked and dislike about wherever you threw. You don't have to tell me where. I'm just wondering what people's opinions are. Oh, you're looking for input about axe throwing. I see what you're doing there. You're using the show to get more info about your next endeavor. The next multi-million dollar project for Rick from TC Paintball. He says, yeah, sorry for bogarting the chat. No, no, you're fine. I mean, you got a long way to go before you get to Amanda level. You're absolutely allowed. He writes, I'm entitled to use this chat how I please. That is funny. That is fantastic. Uh, By the way, um, the elephant in the room. Uh, I haven't, but I will now addressed anything about, um, the bobblehead. There was a lot that developed over the weekend about the bobblehead, but I am avoiding talking about it until the dust has officially settled, uh, after the investigation is finished. Um, the person that I thought, uh, who did it, uh, well, is being talked to or has been talked to. And there's, there is an ongoing event. There is actually an investigation going into this. Like the deputy is like, I have uh, ground balls to run out in order to determine what is up. And so I'm staying out of it until I can talk about it because I said, I don't want it to seem like um, I'm using you, deputy, to stick my finger in the eye 
of people that I think deserve my finger in their eye. Though I want to, I am not going to do that. And Megan, I'll call you later on and tell you what's up off of the podcast. I know you reached out to me, but yes, I do have, I do have info for you. I do have some tea to spill on a one-on-one level. Some of you I have spilled tea with on a one-on-one level, but um, I'm not going to do it publicly. Tyler writes, you don't understand, officer. He told me to stop writing song lyrics in the chat. And then he says, full disclosure, I have no idea who it is, LOL. Now, you're impossible to reach. You're too busy being a wonderful father. Except for the fact that you refer to your wife as a cow. What the fuck, man? I don't know how you're going to live that down. I thought it was bad when I said to my wife on our wedding day, honey, your teeth look beautiful when she's standing in front of me at the altar wearing her her lovely gown. You're like a cow, honey. The fuck, man. And then I call you, can't talk, can't talk. (laughs) Come on. All right, um, I saw this article, and I would say take it with a grain of salt, but, uh, you know, it's true. This is why measures are passed in, uh, in Congress to try to reduce emissions. Now, ultimately, um, will electric vehicles reduce emissions to a point where... Um, you know, we're in a better spot in 25, 30 years. God, I hope so. You got to be a real jackass with, in the face of all, Jamingo, in the face of all the science that is out there proving this, to think that the planet is um, uh, not getting warmer because of man-made efforts. CO2 levels are at an all-time high. That causes a uh, greenhouse gas effect, which is warming up the planet. Bloomberg published a story today that says in our lifetime. So, all right, 20 by the 2050s, let's just say 2055. So that's uh, 33 years from now. Oh, perfect. So when I'm 85. Temperatures will hit 125 degrees Fahrenheit at least once a year in a band stretching from Texas to Wisconsin. That is insane. This is what they predict it'll look like. Look at that. That red patch, that's the area's that will have uh, that type of heat. Now, notice it is just shy of actual West Michigan. Like, there's there's one county or maybe two counties in Michigan that are getting it, according to this model. Extreme danger days. 2023, 2055. So, on the left is next year. And on the right is the year, by the year 2053. I said 2055. An extreme 
heat belt. Weird how this one in whatever state this is, I, don't, I can't even tell you what state that is. Mississippi? There's like one county that they say won't get it. So that means this extreme heat belt will be more prominent than like areas of Florida. That's bizarre to me. But let's just assume it's correct. That's freaking scary. Uh, more on this. Summer of uh, 2053. That's what researchers at First Street Foundation, no idea, a New York nonprofit that studies climate risk, have done in a report published today. In three decades, more than 100 million Americans will live in an extreme heat belt. Now, I like that where I'm at right now isn't quite in the extreme heat belt, but it's close enough. This is reason to uh, buy some land in northern Minnesota or any of these other places that uh, don't have it or just move to Canada, for God's sake. I'm telling you, we might have a scenario where there's so much unrest because of the heat that we just all bum rush Canada. All of a sudden, that is going to be the new promised land. We should just merge the countries. Uh, The top level of the National Weather Service's heat index or the extreme danger level is where the temperature will be. Extreme danger level. Along with the report, First Street has released a free web tool that lets users search U.S. addresses to determine their heat risk. The future heat belt is a huge swath of the country that includes the southeast and the areas just west of the Appalachian Mountains stretching from Texas and Louisiana all the way up through Missouri and Iowa to the Wisconsin border. The sharpest uh, heat increase, however, will be felt in Miami-Dade County, where the hottest days now, those reaching 103 degrees Fahrenheit, will increase in frequency from seven days a year to 34 by 2053. I think it should be that anyone like dumbass Jamingo or any of that other pack of uh, uh, the group formerly known as Zaniacs who don't believe any of this shit, they should have to like register their names. And it's like a lottery. If by 2053, none of this has come true, they should each get a million dollars. But if it has gone, if it has come true, we can kill them. I'm so sick of people denying this shit. There was a time when I was like, I don't know if I believe it. I believe it now. Absolutely. Uh, The findings are part of the sixth report by First Street to help Americans picture how warming will impact them at home. Previous reports looked at fire and floods, and the foundation made available fire and flood risk scores for every property in the contiguous United States on its website. According to the report across the country, on average, peak temperatures now on the hottest seven days per year will be reached 18 times, 18 days a year in most localities. Oh, my God. While you might not lose your home to extreme heat, it certainly has other risks. The recent heat wave in the Pacific Northwest sent almost 1,000 people to the hospital. Power grids experienced blackouts. 
knocking out air conditioning unless if Joe Martinez has serviced them. People can experience exhaustion and dehydration. Bridges and roads buckle. Oh, God. The peer-reviewed model also takes into account variables like proximity to a large body of water that uh, might uh, have affected us here in Michigan. Again, great state to live in, which might moderate temperature and whether the home is high in the mountains. Okay, if you come here to Michigan, uh, you have to, You first of all, you cannot have a truck with a flagpole holder. If your truck has a flagpole holder, we will stop you at the border and take your truck. Okay? it's uh, we sh- Whitmer should right now, see what's great about Michigan is we're protected from all sides except the South. So if we build a Republican scum border wall, that would allow us to determine uh, who gets in and, and things like that to avoid any risks. Because, I mean, like right now, um, these people are attacking our, our government agencies because of shithead Trump in uh, the whole search warrant. It's already begun. So can you imagine what's going to happen when the heat starts hitting and we have built the Governor Whitmer uh, honorary memorial wall? I mean, unless if she's still governor by then. I don't know. Is there term limits on governors? Michigan. It's a terrible time for my keyboard to stop working. Michigan Governor term limits please say no shit it's a four-year term and is limited to two terms all right so she won't be governor then hopefully someone like her will be governor and we could install the anti-republican right alt ring uh alt-right wing of the state and build this wall so that we have guard houses and people are trying to get into Michigan. They can't get in from the lakes. Uh, they can, and then the bridge. So we guard the bridge and we guard the southern border of this great state. Um, as you line up to try to come in, anyone in a pickup truck is not allowed in. If they do have a pickup truck, they can. If it's a Toyota Tundra or a uh, a a Honda, what is the Honda entry? I don't know. You can get in. But if you have an American pickup truck, you're not allowed into the state. And no flagpole holders whatsoever. If uh, you have those designer jeans with the big pockets on the back, and that's your idea of getting dressed up, you're not allowed into the state. That's the Honda Ridgeline. Thank you. Megan says, Eric, you have a pickup. Yes, but there's certain things about my pickup that make it look like it's not a shithead pickup. And I can't, once you're in the state, you can't, I mean, they're there, okay? So uh, then as you come into the state and they stop you at the wall, if your hat is bent like too far, if the brim of the hat is bent too far, you can't get in. You're just shot right there. Um. 
All right. If you have a uh, uh, Lee Greenwood Tour uh, 2000 T-shirt on, you can't get in. Anything Trump? No, you're shot on site. So these are all things that have to happen. These things happen. Uh, flat brim hat. Yes, you're allowed in. Does this only apply to trucks? Do I get a pass with a large SUV? Yes, you do. So all of you climate deniers will not be allowed into our state. And, okay, if you're gay, you move to the front of the line. If you're gay and black, uh, you know, you even more perks. This is all in an effort to weed out the trash going forward. This is what I am proposing. I don't know if it'll take hold. I think it's a great idea. As indicated, I told you that Bennett flooring installation will be here coming up on Saturday. If you want the flooring installed professionally, I want you to call upon them in West Michigan. 616-318-0167. Love them so much. Bennett flooring installation. Uh, dot com is uh, is their website. So yes, in the area, you call upon them. You've already ripped out the old flooring. That's fine. It's going to save you money. Or if you want, they have full service available. It's all up to you. 616-318-0167. If you want a new shower installed, they're doing that too. And uh, that sounds like right up our alley because ours is a disaster. Um, we have one of those showers that's so old school. Um, like if you clean it, you take one shower and the spot in between the ceramic tile immediately turns black with mold. It's, it's just shit. I hate it. Shower installation with Bennett flooring installation, 616-318 shower and bath, 616-318-0167. The flooring I want you to install, I want you to purchase from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. They're in Granville, Michigan, on Chicago Drive, right behind the Little Caesars. Can't miss them. Down the street from the main store. The discount outlet needs to be your first stop when it comes to buying flooring. They get it in mass quantities. They pay less for it. You pay less for it. The selection is tremendous. You walk into the warehouse, you're going to hear a a forklift moving to and fro. Uh, All the people that work there getting your flooring for you. True, they're not the prettiest flowers, but they don't have to be. It's a warehouse. It's a discount outlet. Mention my name. You will save an additional 10%. Hang on. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Uh, thank you to Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. Bosco'sPub.com is their website. The menu is terrific, uh, full of uh, things like burgers, uh, various uh, types of uh, pub food, appetizers. So basically, go there, watch the game. Have a couple of beers, a couple of drinks, whatever you need. You can eat out on the patio or indoors. 
Uh, terrific place. Thank you to Doug. And, uh, of course, uh, Didi for uh, bringing you, uh, well, for sponsoring the show, Bosco's Pub, boscospub.com. The Detroit Lions opened up Friday. And, boy, I just, I cannot stand preseason football. But, you know, I like to see the guys out there. Uh, starting team perform for one or two drives. You got to see uh, them score a touchdown with Goff. And then they bring in the scrubs, most of which don't stand a chance. Uh, some do. You're watching Hard Knocks. That was a big hit. People love Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's like introduced to the world on the show Hard Knocks. That show does a great job of uh, covering, uh, you know, putting the spotlight on people that are just trying to make the team. That's the interesting story. These people fighting for their lives just to get an NFL job, just to be on the practice squad. You know, to be like Rudy. Because on the practice squad, you still make like 1,000 times more than the highest paid WNBA player. If you make it on the practice squad, you know, it's a great gig. All you do is you just run the, uh, run the drills, stay ready, and you get paid a, a fucking fat check. I think the best job in the NFL is third string quarterback. If you're good enough to be the first string quarterback... You're looking at a steady life of uh, CTE and craziness, and you're probably going to be dead one year after you retire from the NFL. But if you're the third string quarterback, not the second string quarterback, because you can still get in the game if you're the second string quarterback and still get your eggs scrambled. If you're the third string quarterback, my God. NFL league minimum. Rookies will make a minimum $705,000 this year. 2022 NFL salaries. Okay. Well, I mean, that's all you need to know. If year if year zero, you make seven hundred and five thousand dollars. That's incredible, and you very likely, as the third string quarterback, won't be touched all year long. So think about it. You're a twenty four year old dude. You have no chance of playing in an NFL game and no chance of suicide because your brain is telling you that there's a dragon looking at you in the room because it doesn't work anymore. You have zero chance of sneezing and brain matter coming out on the tissue. Yet you're making... $705,000 to stand there and look at chicks in the crowd who you might want to bang. 
Screw the glory. Just be well enough to be a career third-string quarterback. You could have a 20-year NFL career. It comes time to renew the contract. And then they say, all right, uh, you've been the third-string quarterback for 10 years and you're up for renewal. How about this year we're going to pay you uh, league minimum $705,000? And you go, oh, okay, that sounds good. And they say, uh, give this to your agent to read over. And then you say, no, I don't have an agent. Well, why? Everybody has it. No, I don't need an agent. Why would I Why would I give my money away to some asshole who's just going to read it and tell me to sign it? No, I don't need an agent. So $705,000. And let's say, okay, you start when you're uh, 20 and you play for 30 years. Okay, and you're like, hey, he's going to play till he's 50. Well, yeah, he doesn't have to do anything. $705,000 times 30. That's $21 million. And all he's done is stood there. What a great job. And watch NFL football games and hold a clipboard and occasionally clap. Maybe pat somebody on the head. Hey, you're doing a great job. What an outstanding gig. Those are the people, if you're like, because um, a lot of times, um, some of the smarter women will go to the game and um, hopefully sparks will fly. I'm not saying be a gold digger, even though that's perfectly fine, you know, whatever. But Let's say you uh, just want to, you know, throw out some charms and, and see what comes back. So she's sitting there in the front. She throws out her hot chick fairy dust. Uh, third string quarterback, $21 million, uh, Caesar, and then boom, you're happening. Match made in heaven. Absolutely awesome. True, you'll never. Uh, and then, hell, if your pl- team is good, you can win a Super Bowl ring. You don't have to do anything. I'm a Super Bowl champion. Who were the third string quarterbacks when Tom Brady won all those championships? No one knows who they are, but you know what? They all have Super Bowl rings. That is, in my opinion, the greatest job in America. Third string quarterback on an NFL team. So, of course, these people, and if you're the Lions, I don't even know who... um, I think the one guy's name is uh, David Blau. And then the other guy, I, d- I don't know. They both stink. My God. Uh, so Goff comes in, does fairly well. The other two are now fighting it out for the, for the in my opinion, the two, the next two quarterbacks, they're fighting it out. They're trying to be terrible, but not so terrible that they get cut because they want to be the third-string quarterback. You don't want to be, be the second-string quarterback. Uh, all right, so the Lions open up on Friday. They lose. The um, what, What's the one guy's name? The, uh, the top draft pick, Aiden Hutchinson. My God, this dude, he is uh, tall, strong, not fat at all. He just put some moves. I think the guy missed the block 
Hutchinson tackled some guy for a loss, and everybody lost their minds. That's all we needed to see. Who cares? They have two more of these stupid exhibition games, and then the real thing. For the love of God, don't start the season with a loss. You must start with one win. Just win that first game. And then we'll we'll worry about the second game after that. Just just win the first game. Jesus. Uh speaking of the NFL. Of course, uh Patrick Mahomes, one of the best in the league, man. This guy is just fantastic. I love Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs. His brother is that uh, dude who is concerned about two things. A fresh penis in his mouth and dancing on the football field. Jackson Mahomes. Now, if you're him, he's making a ton of money with his TikTok videos. And, I mean, young... Handsome, attractive guy, ton of money. He's going to get the pick of the litter when it comes to penis. So, all right, there he goes. He was the guy who I think uh, there was, I think it was maybe, um, was it Sean Taylor? I don't know. Some guy died years ago. And uh, the Washington Commanders, then known as the Washington football team, decided to um, uh, have finally a ceremony and they 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 put his the the guy's number on the field and uh, people were the family was gathered around it it was a little awkward but they were like uh, you know rest in peace love you here's the number Mahomes went to the number and was dancing on dead guy's number how could you be that tone deaf? I don't I don't understand. Um by the way, Kyle says place kicker is a nice gig. You don't have to worry about any blame if the kicker misses it. Everyone blame Ray Finkel, even though uh Dan Marino, who didn't hold the the laces out. Uh I don't know about the kicker thing, and that uh because if someone gets in to block the kick. You ever see kickers take some hellacious hits and they're they're in a really vulnerable position. It could be just crushed and their leg could fall off. Backup kicker, if there is a position on the team, yes. I don't know about the regular kicker, though. You you could have trouble. And besides, you still have to um be the last line of defense when the guy is returning the ball one hundred yards for a touchdown. And that could be terrible. Okay. Anyway, back to Jackson Mahomes. He just graduated college. All right. He posted on Twitter that he just graduated college. And he asked on Twitter, what do I do next? I'm in a weird place in my life, all grown up, just graduated college. What do I do next? 
The response, Twitter's a funny place, okay? Uh, Alex wrote, get a job. Okay, now wait a minute here. Get a job. I want to pause there. I mean, because I find him annoying. But let's be honest here. He has a job. True, it's dancing on dead guys' numbers and just being a kind of a dork being Jack Jackson Mahomes. But um, I can't criticize that. If people consume his content, that's a job. If he's making money dancing on the football field, that is, frankly, not that different than what your old pal Eric Zane does, except he's dancing. He's not talking. So I can't, I can't throw stones or throw any shade on Jackson Mahomes. Is he annoying as hell? Yes. Do I want to punch him right in the face? Yes. Does he have a job? Well, yes, he has a job. He's making tons of cash. Every person who wrote something terrible about Jackson Mahomes here makes less money than Jackson Mahomes. So who's the idiot? Jackson Mahomes net worth. His net worth from doing stupid dancing videos is $3 million. His major source of income is from his TikTok account. He earns more than $500,000 from his TikTok account. He launched his own YouTube channel where he earns more than $600 a video. He amassed 25,000 subscribers in a short period of time. Uh, He also has his own clothing brand called fanjoy.co. Jackson keeps the price ranges as low as possible so that the majority of people can afford it. He owns his own apartment, which is small but opulent. He lives alone and occasionally visits his brother's house. That's not bad for dancing on TikTok. All right, so uh, who's laughing? (laughs) Other fans commented on the status and said, uh, stop being an embarrassment to your brother. Boy, you know, I mean, that's rough if you think about it. You know, I get butt hurt when people talk shit about me online. I mean, that's that's a hard thing to, to, to you know, Jesus. You could get a life, this person adds. How about what normal human beings and not leeches do seek employment? which is funny. Stop making those dumbass TikToks. You're not good at it at all. These are all tweeted back at him. Getting off Twitter would be my answer. Get a real job and stop living off your brother's fame. You could delete all social media accounts. Uh, 
everyone is basically in agreement Jackson Mahomes should be looking for a job. I don't I disagree. Uh, the question, how did Jackson Mahomes become famous? In a nutshell, from his antics on social media last NFL season with his brother struggling on the field for the first time in his career, Jackson Mahomes is busy making TikTok videos with his sister-in-law, Brittany. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I said it right, even. However, some of the videos caught the attention of fans, but in the wrong way, the first was when he was dancing on the memorial of Sean Taylor in the Chiefs' Week 6 clash against Washington. Oh, I think we even have the video, too. Sound. Check. Video. Check. He's on the dead guy's logo. <laughs> okay. Being that... Um, Jackson Mahomes and I are trying to get the same exact. We have this, uh, our eyes on the same prize. We want money from internet follows. We are not so different. I don't think the similarities are uh, really that close. Maybe just, just that I have never had a penis in my mouth. I'm sure I'm, I think he's gay. Is he gay? I, I guess... Uh, I, I thought he came out. Is Jackson Mahomes gay? Oh! Jackson himself admitted in, his, in, a, in July of 2022 that he is straight and not gay. He even... Oh, I think he might be a homophobe even. That would be weird. I thought he was gay. I thought he actually came out. My bad. Okay. Who cares? Um. So, you know, I got. I forgot my fucking point. What was I gonna say? Uh, him doing that online is is perfect. I I wish I had. Uh, that type of uh, pull. I mean, the guy is uh, is is pretty damn famous for doing this shit online. What's wrong with that? I'm Team Jackson Mahomes going forward. I think his videos are stupid, but you don't need a job if all you have to do is make these stupid videos. I mean, seriously, makes hundreds of thousands of dollars every year doing this. Joe Flacco makes $3.5 million as a third-string quarterback. Wow. Man, that is incredible. All right. So that's my that's my take on Jackson Mahomes. I don't have any problem with him. Um, there is another former NFL player moving on. Next topic. Who is uh wow, this is this is crazy. Some of you, if you've watched the NFL, may be familiar with the name Akib Talib. Uh I, I remember him, I think he played for the Rams, Akib Talib. And uh the the obviously it's a kind of a it's a fun name to say, Akib Talib. And when he does um 
color commentary. I like him. Uh, a lot of people don't like him because he's, um, <clears throat> I don't know. He's himself. He's very real and genuine when he's doing um, color commentary. And I'm not sure if he's still doing it, but he, he was last year. I thought they were they uh, were making a big push to make him like someone. Um, you know how like Troy Aikman became Troy Aikman uh, doing color commentary with um, uh, Joe Buck. Which, by the way, those two I think they moved to uh, ESPN now or something like that. There there has been changes in the landscape. You can make some serious cash. I mean, you get a guy like Troy Aikman uh, making a hell of a lot more money uh, in the broadcast booth than when he played. Tlaib, though, the football season is starting out on a bad foot, though. Not so much for him, but because he's got to be upset. He didn't do anything wrong. But here's how this one unfolded. A gentleman by the name of Mike Hickman, who in Lancaster County, Texas, uh, was on the football field for a little league football game. Uh, this gentleman, Mike Hickman, is the coach for this little league football team. And these are like really young kids, you know? What happened was there was a fight on the field somehow following a disagreement. With uh, the coaching staff and the officiating crew. And then Akib Talib's brother, uh, Jakob Salik Talib, did the old white man can't jump and went back to his car and got a gun. And he killed the coach. Akeem Talib's brother pulled out a gun and started shooting. My God. People are mourning the loss of the coach, Mike Hickman. A little league coach who was uh, many called a pillar of the community. They took a great, great person. They took a great, great person who wanted to help the community and wanted to better us as people. Friend and fellow coach Heath Mays said... Friends and family identified Hickman as the man killed during the game Saturday evening. Uh, I've, I've been knowing him. He's a good guy, May said. Always happy, upbeat, good father, uh, good husband. Always stood up for what's right. It's just very tragic. Police are looking for Jakob Salik Talib, who is the brother of Akib Talib. Uh, there was a fight on the field following the disagreement with the coaching staff and the officiating crew. Police said that's when Tlaib pulled out a gun and started shooting. It was too extreme. I wasn't expecting that. Too extreme. Jesus. I mean, there's you, you, you can be somewhat extreme. It was too extreme. If he pulled out a knife, that would have been okay. I was so close, I thought I was shot. It all happened in front of the kids. Some younger than nine years old who were playing and watching the game. Another coach said, now many of the kids are scarred from this. Oh, my God. Half of them couldn't sleep, May said. They, they've been crying, worried, don't want to play football. I mean, what can you expect? What can you expect? They nine. They babies. 
Uh, hang on here. Sound check. What the hell? Never mind. I thought I had this, but I don't. I'll just continue reading it. Um, all right. They nine. That's where I pick it up. They nine. They babies. Friends of Hickman said he coached football for years and that they now feel lost without him. He was very loved in the community. Hickman's friend, Glenn Ritchie said, everybody loved him and his son. Everybody looked up to him as a father. We learned a lot of things from him. Holy shit. My God, this is, uh, this is the dude who died. Incredible. Hard to believe. I think I might have this story. I think I want to. It's probably the same thing I just said. Hold that thought. What are you going to do? Tickle torture me? Okay. It's a preview for some stupid new movie. And I think it's over. Good. Thank God. For this man, his name, Yakub Salik Talib. Talib is wanted for the death of a local Little League football coach. That coach shot and killed during a game between nine-year-olds. This happened in Lancaster at the Veterans Memorial Parkway Field. Our Alexis Wainwright tonight with a tragedy and heartbreak felt for that community coach and the search for that suspect who is tied to a well-known former NFL player. People are mourning the loss of Mike Hickman, who they called a pillar of the community. They took away a great person that was wanting to help the community and better us as a person. Friends and family identified Hickman as the man killed during a Little League football game in Lancaster Saturday. I've been knowing he was a good guy, always happy, upbeat, good father, good husband. I always stood up for what's right. It's very tragic. Police are looking for the suspect, Yakob Salik Talib who is the brother of former NFL player Akib Talib. There was a fight here on this field following a disagreement between the coaching staff and officiating crew. That's when police say Talib pulled out a gun and started shooting. That was too extreme. I, I wasn't expecting that. I was so close, I thought I was shot. This all happened in front of young kids who were playing and watching the game. Another coach says now many of them are scarred. Now half of them come sleep, they been crying, weary, don't want to play football. I mean, what can you expect? They nine, they babies. Friends of Hickman tell CBS 11 he coached football for years, and now they feel lost without him. He was very loved in the community. Everybody loved him and, and his son. Everybody looked up to him as a good father. We learned a lot of things from him. In Lincolnster, Alexis Wainwright, CBS 11 News. I think we need to start to make a movement that youth sports can be attended by no parents. Kyle writes, well, if you got rid of all the guns, that's his suggestion. All right. And I, and I get that. And I, as I told you that if I am, when I am elected president, I am going to eliminate all, I'm going to try that. I'm going to say, I love guns. But for the next 10 years, we're taking them all away. You must turn them in. And if you don't, we'll come, we'll actually come and get them just like you told us to do. But in addition to that, no parents 
can be allowed to attend sporting events. We will shoot video and we will give you the video, but the, these going forward, this is okay. Hey, welcome to the so-and-so little league. Uh, you cannot attend, drop your kids off and leave. You are not allowed to be here. And you sign a thing at the beginning. It says that you agree. You will never, ever set foot uh, at this facility. No one is allowed to play. The kids will be dropped off or they picked up in a bus and then that's it. We, you, you can't come around. And immediately there will be no problems. You won't have 75-year-old uh, umpires in Jersey getting punched by uh, Goomba Dago assholes. Uh, you won't have uh, uh, people getting shot in Texas. You won't have crazy moms screaming and pushing their tits up against the glass at a hockey game. Fuck all these idiots. I have had it with parents in youth sports. The absolute worst. Jesus. All right. Believe it or not, I have one more NFL story that I want to get to in in a bit. But uh, before I get to that portion of the show, uh, my policy shop insurance is who you need to call when it comes to uh, two things in particular. Healthcare and the Medicare system. Okay, let me start with the health uh, care. If you work for an employer that does not offer insurance, you're between jobs or you're self-employed, you got to get coverage. You do it through healthcare.gov or otherwise known as Obamacare. Sure, you could go to healthcare.gov and take care of that yourself, but why? Uh, have a professional who knows every. Uh, twist and turn in the road to getting started in that regard. Frank Fuss help you for free. Frank does not charge you anything. He gets paid by the insurance company. 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance. Comedy this weekend. I, I talked to uh, some friends. Say, hey, did you go see our, uh, Tim Meadows? No, I didn't. I, I, I said to Donnie, I might, but no, I, I can't do it. Uh, fullhousecomedy.com. If you want to go see a show coming to the area, let's see. Full House Comedy. We have the very funny Chris Fonseca at uh, the Rockford Corner Bar on Wednesday. Sunday, Doug Stanhope at the listening room. I believe that's already sold out. Next week. J.B. Ball is going to be appearing at the listening room in downtown Grand Rapids. So there you go. Tickets for these and all other shows, including Rob Schneider coming to town uh, in September. Go to fullhousecomedy.com. Sarah Honda Granville invites you to check out their inventory in person. They're along... uh, Kanawha Avenue, just to the north of 44th Street next to the Cracker Barrel. Sarah, Honda, Granville.com, S-E-R-R-A, Honda, Granville.com. A gigantic inventory of certified pre-owned. They're also uh, having a terrific deal right now. In fact, you can get the details for this by going to SarahHondaGranville.com. 0% financing on 2022 pilots and passports available on the lot. You can shop now 
on Sarah at sarahondagranville.com or just go and visit them today and mention my name when you say hello at sarahondagranville.com. Uh, I read the headline. Clearest UFO photo released after 30 years. And I'm like, well, I, I can't wait to see this. This is the clearest UFO photo. Right here. This one here. Not this one with the mountains. This is doctored. That is not it. This is the photo. That is described. At there, yes, there was a plane in the background. This dude, this geezer, he took the photo. This is where it was taken. In this area of Scotland. Scotland. And uh, that is described as the clearest UFO photo. And boy, am I annoyed. Because that is bullshit. That that is the clearest photo we have. The fact that the photo was taken that many years ago, and that's in considering what we have now at our disposal, what the hell? I thought this was going to be a hell of a lot clearer than what they are presenting. Um, it was shot by two hikers in the Scottish Highlands, once considered lost, now uncovered called the Calvine photograph because of where it was taken. Depicts a diamond-shaped object hovering in the sky near Calvine, Scotland. Described by some as the world's best UFO photo. I mean, come on. They're all shit. Every single one of these things is shit. When have we ever seen anything? And that kind of like, you know, maybe this is all bullshit. I don't know. Maybe we are alone. The image was snapped by two hikers on a Scottish hillside August 4th, 1990. The hikers then handed the images to the local newspaper. My God, you idiots. What are you doing? Upon which they gave, the newspaper gave them to the United Kingdom's Ministry of Defense. But subsequent to their delivery to the British government for reasons unknown, the story was never published. And nothing more was reported from the Ministry of Defense. As for the hikers who identify, whose identities have not been given, they are reported as having watched the 100-foot-long metallic object hover along the hillside to the tune of a low hum for 10 minutes as a fighter jet passed in the distance. But without warning, the object quickly shot up before vanishing. In the past, Clark worked as a curator for the Ministry of Defense UFO Files project at the National Archives. The former curator for the Ministry of Defense, who also worked as an associate professor at Sheffield Hallam University, found the image after contacting former Air Royal Air Force press officer Craig Lindsay. 
This is ridiculous. First of all, the the hush-hush nature of it is suspicious. So maybe, I don't know. I just, fuck. I, I just want this to finally, somehow we get some type of uh, actual information that, yes, this is a real thing. Yes, there are UFOs. Yes, there are aliens that are walking amongst us. I say we start with Kevin and Muskegon. He's the first one. He is alien zero. Otherwise, shut up. First time chat from DK Choco Man. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to you. Keep it in line. Okay, so one more thing for football, and that would be Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson, was uh, he is now with the Denver Broncos. All right, and uh, this is annoying to me. Something about flaunting the wealth seems to be a little bit too much. Uh, audio check. Video. Check. This is him shooting a video. Hey, I'm going to act like I'm walking out of here and I'm going to say hi to the fans dressed in all white, getting in, getting into my all black Bentley. First game. Let's go. Broncos country. You already know what it is. Let's ride, baby. Let's go. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. Love you guys. Uh, that's awkward as fuck. Look at him. First game. Let's go. <laughs> Broncos country, you already know what it is. Let's ride, baby. Let's go. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. Love you guys. Okay. I like how he walks past the door and then has to go back into it. You know, for once, I just want to see a guy uh, dressed like shit getting into a beat-up garbage vehicle. Say, yeah, how you doing? I'm uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm just like you and, you know, of course he wouldn't be cause he'd be so damn wealthy, but I don't know. How about no video? But if I'm a Denver Broncos fan and I see that awkward video, I'm not excited at all about the future. Cause that seems so forced, fake and stupid that I don't know if I could take it. The whole thing looked dumb. All right. Your asshole of the day. Let's do this. Yes, we have an early finish to the show today, but sometimes that happens. Oh, my God. What do we have for the asshole of the day? Uh-oh. Aha! Asshole of the day today. Hmm. Ah, Jackson Mahomes. I don't know. Akib Talib's brother. Yeah. Come on, man. That is your asshole today. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Thank you so much. Uh, Mays could not attend 
our uh, paintball event. You know what he was doing? He was volunteering. What a saint. What a sweet, sweet soul. Okay, that is it. My time for today. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, that is going to put the wraps on the show. Oops. For today. says did someone make eric angry is that why we are ending early no i'm not angry i'm in a great mood are you kidding me i just don't have anything else to talk about no the poison chomo no no the guy the chomo who took the poison should not be the asshole of the day that's a good guy come on he's you know how much he saved us that's a that's a good move i'm proud of him Okay, thank you, folks. No, I'm not mad at all. Love you. Okay, talk to you down the road. Thank you so much. Till next time, bye-bye. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.